Hello, and welcome to the Get Creative Podcast. My name is Taylor Jackson. I'm the artist behind Canvas and Kind. I have four beautiful children who I homeschool and I paint during nap time. So today's conversation is so, so very good. Uh, Today I'm going to be talking to Lottie Aldervish, and she is an artist who is from the Netherlands and currently lives in Canada where she pursues, of course, her beautiful art. She homeschools, uh, she's a woman of faith, and she has a magazine that she started a few months back called Grace Go Bloom. It features artists from around the world and shares their stories. And today we're really going to be talking about pursuing something that's been on your heart and been in your mind for a while and how you really just take that first step and get going on that. It's such an insightful conversation full of humor and love and goodness. I just loved this conversation so much. And you know, it certainly helped that her accent is positively wonderful. So without further ado, let's get going. Welcome, Lottie. Thank you so much for joining us. And so um, I'd like for you to tell my audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thank you very much. It's really great to be here. Um, yeah, so my name is Lottie Alderwish. I am an artist um, a homeschooling mom, um, and I teach art as well, kids and adults, um, and I do a lot of graphic design work as well. Awesome. Well, I'm so interested in some of our online conversations. You had talked about this beautiful magazine that you've been working on and how you've taken some of your passions, uh, the things that you love and the things that are really a part of your life, your faith, uh, your art, and you've put them all into this um, one amazing resource for artists or mothers or maybe people who who aren't artists but want to become artists or want to become more um, artistically inclined. So how did you um, even come up with the idea? How did you take what you love and what you're passionate about and, and turn it into something completely new and unique? Yeah. So um, about a year ago, I would say um, I was, I felt a really strong sense that I should do something with the beautiful stories I was seeing all around me from um, Christians and artists who were doing really great stuff, but because they didn't have, you know, a 50 K following on Instagram, they would never get like that information would never be shared while um, I think there's so much beauty in what people are doing, either um, uh, sharing their artwork or sharing their gift of creating things with the world. Um, and I also felt that there was a real need for a community of um, artists who who love God and a lot of um, a lot of our inspiration comes from what we see outside, um, from God's creation, from I don't know, the things that we we see every day or the things that touch our hearts. But in this sort of secular North American world, it's not really the dumb thing to um, to talk about all, all the time, um, especially if you want to do uh, if you want to sell your art commercially. Yes. Um, you can't keep sharing the gospel all the time because people are there, to be honest, they're there to to look at art and not necessarily to hear your your message even though that might have been the thing that inspires you it's not necessarily the thing that um, people want to hear about all the time um, 
So I felt that that there was this need for something in between. And I was I was talking to my sister who lives in Swaziland, which is a small kingdom in Africa. And um she she was saying, yeah, she she felt the same thing. She um she loves to sew. Um, but she said, yeah, she sees so many stories and so many people around her doing and making these beautiful things that no one would ever hear about. Um, like there's a, a charity of women that she uh, works closely with uh, of um, women who make things and that's their only way of selling things. But, you know, there's there's five of them um, and no one would ever hear their story, really, because they're in this small African country and, mm. you know, who, who would ever hear their story? So we felt, both felt like this was something that we felt that would make life better for other people. Um, but I was super busy. Um, I homeschool my kids. Um, I do a lot of freelance work. Um, I paint, I teach. So I, I kept saying to God, yeah, you can keep putting this on my heart, but I don't see how I can physically actually do this. Um, and it felt really overwhelming. Um, and, but I kept reading these things in the Bible that I thought, yeah, this is, I have to do something with it. So um, so I was talking with my husband about it and he said, yeah, but if you start something doesn't mean that you have to forever be associated with it. So that sort of clicked in my mind. Like I could, I thought I can, I can help set this up. I can help make something, start something and then potentially pass it on. Or it doesn't have to all revolve around me doing all the work, which is where my go-to thinking goes to. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it sounds probably really silly because everyone's like, yeah, duh, that that sounds obvious. Uh, but to me, it wasn't really. So um, so yeah, we just we thought my sister and I, we were thinking, okay, what are we we going to do? What are we, what is our focus going to be? Um and I read this verse in Psalm 66, verse 16, and it says, Come and hear all you who fear God, and I will tell um, what he has done for my soul. And I think that was the moment that we thought, this is this is it. We, we need to share stories without, like, preaching a message, but we need to tell stories of what actual artists or people who are creating, what they're doing in their lives how God is impacting them, how God is impacting community through them. Um, I love that. We just, so, we so found that, some people. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, so that was the initial spark then is really, you know, realizing too, that it didn't have to revolve around you and that you could pass this on to other people. I love that. I think that is so freeing too, because when God puts something on your heart, you know, there's, I think sometimes there's this hesitation, like, oh, you know, what if I can't complete it? Yeah. Or what if I can't finish this out? Or, you know, I, I feel like sometimes I feel like that's just these doubts kind of put in our heads by Satan, just like, mm-hmm. well, you can't do that or you're not capable or you're not, you're not able to do that. But like God obviously gifted you with um, incredible gifts of artistry and uh, just even having the knowledge to, um, to know about some of these stories, maybe your sister being in a completely different place. Mm. Um, anyway, I just think that's amazing. So kind of continue on with what you're saying. Sorry, I completely. No, no, that, that was, <laughs> that was really the spark, like just knowing that it didn't have to revolve around me. And, um, 
and yeah so from that we kind of set it up like that so I really don't do any of the sort of day-to-day stuff because I'm not great at writing I'm terrible at editing I just I just I'm so bad at it um and so I really only get the articles as they come in um and then my sister Eleanor and there's uh, another lady Catherine who who helps as well with um with the editing um they sort of collect the stories and and I see them at the end of the funnel so I I get to design the magazine and um choose the fonts do all the fun stuff uh, I think too I think what's so cool about your project and what you're working on is often especially from the out, like an outsider looking in people often think of Christian art as oh crosses and you know Jesus and angels but that's not that's not the entirety of Christian art no uh, even whenever you look at history and some of the great artists uh, they were strong believers Mm. Um, and they loved Christ immensely and you know he blessed them with all this talent and now we still have those you know those pieces hanging in museums so it's not all crosses and easter eggs and you know whatever other people imagine um, Christian art to be but I think you described it best when you were talking about just the beauty that they see in creation as their inspiration um, and that they have this firm belief in Christ so I think yeah I think that is just that's so beautiful we'll tell a little bit about the magazine um kind of the format or how you how you even find stories that's that's really interesting to me how do you find these stories uh yeah so so it's basically we're so there's a group of us I would say five core people who are six maybe who participate uh in different roles but every every week so we have um a devotional someone who writes the devotional um she's a uh, she works in missions in italy um then we've got someone who writes poetry um so and then the editors and someone who writes sort of um the only article in the magazine that's really sort of trying to teach people something but in a very non-preachy way i would say so so those are sort of our core core items core features um and then we just look at um, people we come across. Sometimes people write in and say, I have a good story. But um, for example, my sister works in mission as, as well. So she she meets a lot of people who do mission trips to, uh, she works in the children's home, so to the children's home where they live. So she meets people there, um, local people. Um, sometimes I've, I just follow someone on Instagram and I just think, oh, well, it, their story would maybe go really well with whatever theme we have for that week so it really it it goes in different it comes in different um comes in in different ways mm-hmm. um but the closer we get to having sort of a complete list of articles the more we'll start looking for things so if we've got like say three core articles that are uh longer say six pages or so then we're looking for more filler articles so maybe we're looking for um someone who's done um an exhibition in a hospital or something that is much smaller so it really depends a bit on the stage where we're at and um and the theme um and who comes along 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, I bet it's really beautiful seeing that come together from like start to finish you, as you start to see articles trickle in and you start to read these stories. I um, I know this woman who talks about uh, a story formed life. And I feel like so many times whenever you see an artist, you may uh, see a work that they have and you're like, oh, that's interesting. And maybe that is the first thing that pulls you in. But the thing that really draws you to their art is their story. And mm. so I love that. And honestly, now I'm so excited to read your magazine. I can't wait to see this. Um, it sounds beautiful and uh, sounds like it would be very encouraging and just, um, I don't know. I, I just, I can't wait to read it. Um, so I, I think that there are a lot of people who probably have um, stirrings in their heart or just passions or things that they love or things that they think about a lot or a part of their lives. And they're wondering how they can make that into something completely new and um, how, how do they actually start something? Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give to listeners who are thinking, man, I really am interested in this and I want to create some Something new, but I just don't know how. I don't. I don't even know where to start. What advice would you give them? Uh, yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I'm afraid this is going to be super boring. So my background <laughs> is actually I used to work as a product manager for over a decade in tech. So my approach to any new project is first to do um, an analysis of the cost of the thing. Um, <laughs> so I think like looking at the production and looking at the budget and can you actually afford it? Can you actually do this sustainably? Can you think of a process where you can actually do this? Um, I think that is really important. Um, But then um, that's, of course, once you've decided that you want to do it. But if you're still thinking about, should I do it? Should I not do it? I just, the only thing I would say is just pray about it. And um, there's just no other other way because I think sometimes we can be so blinded to um where we think something should go like with me as well like it was so obvious but you just I think if you pray about it and talk about it with people who also love God and who want the best for you um and just be open to hearing what they have to say as well um then I think you'll get really far without having to to push it and then I think as you just go for it um you know it will gain momentum um and um yeah oh and the other thing I would also say is um when my sister and I talked about this we said from the beginning we put some rules in place we said if either of us is too overwhelmed by it we're just going to stop it um we're not going to feel guilty about it um um like we gave each other the complete freedom to quit whenever we wanted to um boundaries that's awesome <laughs> so that was so good and also um just to just to be kind to yourself and not to to constantly push and put the goal of doing this um in front of everything else but to to set priorities and um just take it at one step at a time i guess That's so awesome. Well, Lottie, this has been a lovely conversation. I am positive that uh, the people who listen to my podcast will want to reach out to you, um, find out how they can get in touch with you. So um, let the audience know how they can do that. 
Yeah. So um, if you if anyone has an idea for a story or uh, wants to share something that they've created or tell their story of faith and, and art or, or missions, um, you can go to gracegobloom.com. Um, and that has links to all the other places. Um, if you'd like to, to connect with me, um, you can find me on lottiemade.com. So Lottie, L-O-T-T-I-E. So Awesome. Well, this seriously has been one of my favorite conversations. You are so encouraging to so many out there. I know that your magazine has just touched so many people. And I honestly, I'm like chomping a bit. I'm like, I go right to the website, order a magazine. I really want to see um, all the beauty that um, that you share with others. And thank you so much for being on my podcast today. Well, thank you so much for having me, Taylor. <laughs> thank you. Just wanted to remind all of you local people that April 14th through 16th, I will be at the Arts in Bloom Festival in McKinney, Texas, in that downtown area. And if you've never been before, I encourage you to go. There are so many artists that come out for this event. There are vendors, there's food. It is such a good time for the entire family. So if you're local to DFW, you should mark it on your calendars, April 14th through 16th, and I will see you there in just a few short months. so much for listening to the get creative podcast i hope you truly love that conversation between lottie and i i really loved what she was talking about um just because you start something and even if you're fully invested in it if your life changes or if something happens or if it's no longer serving you that that's okay to drop that and i think there's so much freedom in that and it gives you um the freedom to actually start something that maybe you're nervous about or you weren't sure about before but I hope that you love that conversation. And if you'd be so kind, please leave me a five-star review, writing a kind note, letting me know what touched you about this podcast and what you learned from it. Um, you can always reach out to me through Instagram at Canvas and Kind or send me a DM that way. And as always, I can't wait to see what you create. Mm-hmm.